Welcome to NFP, the Non-Fungible Podcast, with your host, D. Klein. Hey, this is the Non-Fungible Podcast, NFP with D. Klein. Now you can find this podcast and you can dive deeper into blockchain trends on Cointelegraph Magazine. Just go to www.cointelegraph.com slash magazine. Today, my guests are Live by Live CEO, Robert Ellen, and... Cybertino CEO Wilson Way. They're here to discuss the upcoming pay-per-view event, Social Gloves. So this is quite the little culmination of uh, events here. You've got the Social Gloves platform starting up. You've got an NFT platform with that, this huge pay-per-view event kind of coming together. So yes. you've got these uh, TikTokers versus these YouTubers. I was uh, looking into these guys a little bit. There's a lot of bad blood between these guys. Yeah, if you got, if you got to watch the press conference, uh, I did. There's been some. There's been some bad blood for quite a while, but the uh, press conference really, really got uh, a little bit out of control and really serious. And um, you know, it's. Uh, I think these. I think these guys are going to have a, a serious fight when they go at it. They got it on June 12th. Well, you have quite the card set up here. I was looking over this. Um, Want to talk about that a little bit, uh, Robert? About the card that we've you've put together here. Yeah. This is this is a platform war. TikTok, TikTokers versus YouTubers um, inside of the Hard Rock Stadium. So it's a Dolphin Stadium in the 50-yard line of the football field. And you can have seven fights and you can have different weight classes. And, you know, this is not to prove that these kids are going to be the next Muhammad Ali. This is really is supposed to be fun and great energy for the kids, but real beefs between the kids. But at the end of it, there's a Disney-esque and, you know, you know worldwide wrestling you know, WrestleMania style to it, you know, mm. expect some real fun and fireworks and energy. Um, and we're going to try, we're going to try to make sure the fights are fun, but also that the, uh, that we're also, it's, it's a great energy and fun. And as you probably saw it down, we just announced the music lineup as well. So the, the, the social media lineup has a reach of over 240 million people. And then as you add the music lineup, you're adding little baby, who was the star of the Grammys this year and mm -hmm. DJ Khaled with his hot new album. And we're going to break Migos's album the day before is going to break out the hard rock and trippy red and uh, G polo. And, you know, expect some surprise guests and surprise uh, experiences to happen while we're there too. That's a massive lineup. Impressive. Thank you. So how is that integrated into the actual event? Like, is there music that's, prior to the event during the event like between matches or how's that happening yeah all the all the above um there will be some pre-fights and some music before and then there'll be music in between each of the fights um and uh and again you know expect some great collaborations expect some unique experiences you know live by live has a history you know of, of trying to put together curations that are different than just your day-to-day -day music you're gonna you're gonna see it uh at an event like this yeah, it's an interesting event. I was looking at the <laughs> the weight classes and the height of McBroom versus Hall. And McBroom has a significant weight advantage and height advantage. Yeah, so you know, there's uh, you know, these these uh, it's interesting to watch these because these kids they haven't fought in the ring together. Right. Um, but as you as you know, as you watch with Jake Paul and Logan Paul, to think that Logan Paul is now fighting the goat and fighting Mayweather. It's just so exciting to see what social media, the direction is going and, mm -hmm. you know, where it's heading. And 
I think it's great for boxing. I think it's bringing new fans, young fans, something boxing's really needed. It's a, it's a real, it's a, a real awakening for boxing. And I've been around boxing for a really long time and I'm an avid boxing fan. And I think it's going to be great for America also to see more and more American box starting to come back in the ring. Well, it makes you care about the fighters more, right? As a fan. Because you have just got, this connection with them, right? They just got more fans. And, you know, Live by Live was built as a talent-first platform focused on super fans. And our first is around music, but everything we do is around pop culture. So you're going to see top people in culinary, art, fashion, esports, right, uh, music, all, all at this event, all coming together. And it'll be a great experience at what we call Live Zone, which is our sports center of music where we'll keep, you know, we'll bring all this talent in for interviews and crossover between the different pop cultures. Mm -hmm. How frequent do you see these events taking place? How often? I think, I think they're going to come rapidly. I, I think that, you know, this is going to be, uh, we do a tremendous amount of music events when live comes back. And this will be kind of the opening of the world, right? Mm -hmm. Miami is obviously, Miami's open before anybody else, but, the stadium's right now allowing 30,000 people. And who knows, they may be able to grow that in Miami uh, by the time the event happens in June. Um, and then you're going to have, you know, a tremendous amount of people watching this digitally. And you're going to have, you know, hundreds of millions of VODs watched of the experiences. You can see by just by the press conference and our experience that we did at the stadium when we introduced the kids at the stadium, um, the VODs and, you know, across YouTube and TikTok and, so on is going to be staggering. And then we partnered with Facebook for the first time ever to mm. do the first ever pay-per-view. So let me ask you, you know, and this may be where Wilson starts to come in here in a minute, uh, is how is it that a fan can access this? How is it that they're able to access these events? So this kind of fits right in the flywheel of our company. Mm -hmm. You can attend a live event. You can listen on the radio through mm -hmm. our, our live by live app called Slacker. You can uh, listen to some of our podcasts where our podcasters are going to be talking about and uh, talking about the experience of the event and interviewing some, some of the talent at the event. Um, and you can watch across our channels and you can watch on live by live and you can watch on, uh, on our apps on uh, Android and app. Right on. And uh, Wilson, I wanted to ask you about your part of that whole element where I was looking at basically if you pay for this pay-per-view event, you have this NFT included with this, and that's perhaps the first time that's happened. I don't, I've never heard of a pay-per-view event being tied to an NFT before. Yeah, this is uh, very exciting. Um, so it is indeed the first event um, mm -hmm. where every pay-per-view ticket has an uh, NFT um, with it. So. Um, let me explain a little bit about like what is an NFT first. Like sure. it's a new type of asset that truly belongs to individual users on the internet, and uh, it's based on uh, the blockchain. Um, so I think it's it's uh, like first of all, like the, the the mission of Cybertino, we're trying to connect um, uh, to help creators to connect with their communities through NFTs, and uh, I think this is a a great example. Uh, for how like uh, the fighters, the influencers can um, can can create digital assets that users or their fan base can collect online, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so when you're looking at this in terms of, this is an Ethereum blockchain, ER721, I think you were, is what it was saying on the website, correct? What's so this is basically a token that's uh, issued to the user. Are they setting up a wallet for it or is how is that part of it happening? Yeah, it is uh, uh, based on Ethereum and uh, also BSC, uh, Binance Smart Chain. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, so... Um, we try to make the whole experience very smooth and user friendly for normal, like non-creative, uh, non-blockchain native users. Right. Um, so you just have to use your email to sign up and log in and claim. That's it. Okay. So then it lives on the Ethereum blockchain, pointing to like say a file on IPFS or something. Yes. And uh, if you want to restore, you can restore your NFT out of our platform to Ethereum network. Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit more about Cyberkino because I was looking on there and I was seeing how you have already an active marketplace with some of these tokens already being traded. Yep. So uh, we recently launched our alpha version and uh, one of the one of the active um, uh, NFT listed. It's a uh, live by live. Uh, social glove uh, pay-per-view nft and uh, uh there are, will be a lot more um, nfts along with the, the, the pipeline uh, mm -hmm. we're creating nfts for each fighter so there will be boxing card and there will be like collectible coins uh mm -hmm. for for every one of them and uh, we're also recording the special moment during the fight so actually people can collect them uh as nfts and uh, there will be auction there will be like mystery box we call it a cyber box uh it's gonna be fun yeah it looks cool like i was looking at the marketplace and seeing that as of now you've got the cybertino genesis nfts you've also got the pay-per-view mm -hmm. nfts but then you also have the entire lineup there ready to go with their own nfts and i was kind of looking into this a little bit the idea being that they can interact with their fans via these nfts do you want to talk about that in terms of the, the layer system that you've kind of put together there yeah yeah, sure. Uh, so we're creating uh, a, a new protocol for NFTs. Uh, mm -hmm. We call Cyber Protocol. Mm -hmm. And uh, this protocol is going to enable um, creators to create NFT with interactions. Uh, what I meant with uh, is, um, so we're in, like in the coming months, I think hopefully next month we're going to launch that. Uh, so actually influencer or creator, they can, they can announce NFT with, let's say, a uh, voice message layer. So mm -hmm. that voice message layer can be upgradable, editable. So at any time they can, they can just send a brand new voice message to their NFT collectors. And only the NFT owners and the collectors will be able to receive and unlock that message uh, on the blocking network. Uh, so that, that would change the whole game of um, NFT. So right now, if you look at the market, most of the NFT are just static NFTs. You, you basically can only collect and just, you know, um, look at it uh, right. that's it and we want to change the whole game by putting more interaction and engagement into nfts and i think that's the big picture and and also the the, the future of nfts it should it should be able to do a, a, a lot of things um instead of just being collectibles right i like the concept where maybe the influencer takes advantage of say creative people who are interested in working with them perhaps in a way that you get an nft that has a little bit more um of a mass appeal because of the, the creativity of certain individuals working with those influencers yeah yeah so um 
based on our past experience, we know the um, influencers community or creators community could be very, very creative. Uh, a lot of their fans um, know how to create some amazing art. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we need to help them uh, is just, just to create a set of tools to help them to, to collaboratively create NFTs together. It could be memes, it could be artwork, it could be videos, it could be anything. And um, therefore, like the cyber protocol uh, with the multi-layer design, like influencers can actually create the base layer and then uh, their fans will be able to uh, create the, 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 create the, the layer the, the, on the top on it. Sorry, I'm hearing some echoes. That's okay. We're going to get that once in a while. Uh, Rob, I wanted to ask you about this in relationship to Live by Live, being a company that was already you know, hosting events and so forth. What got you uh, connected into this whole NFT scene? And I've been studying, I've been studying this market for a long time and the blockchain is an amazing technology. And I've been a, a collector my whole life. Oh, unfortunately, right? okay. my, unfortunately, my son's house got robbed yesterday mm. and they stole his Shaquille O'Neal jersey and his Magic Johnson jersey. And part of the beauty of the blockchain is, part of the beauty is it's impossible to ever steal. And for all of us who collect baseball cards, most of our baseball cards are in a closet or a garage somewhere. It's true. This is going to give an opportunity for super fans, those engaged fans for social media stars, athletes, musicians, that really are those super fans that are engaged with their favorite piece of talent to really own specialty items and unique items. And, you know, I'm so excited to work with the guys at Cybertino and to have the knockout punches and, to have the really special moments that come from this. And, you know, I think this is the first ever um, integrated live event, pay-per-view event, NFT event, merchandise event. We're literally across the board. We've really hit the whole flywheel of everywhere. We can generate more revenues for everyone in the ecosystem. Well, let's talk about some of these individuals that are involved in this event. Do you want to share with us about maybe some of the fights you're excited about seeing? Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see all of them. Uh, of course. You know, <laughs> you know, these these kids these kids are phenomenons, right? Mm -hmm. You know, they have so many they have so many followers, and I can't tell you. You know, I'm I'm in my 50s. I didn't know all the kids previously, mm -hmm. but I could see the energy between them, and I could see the passion between them. And you know, just thinking the difference as you watch. I have four children. The difference between a TikTok star and a YouTube star is a big difference, mm. including ages, right? And so mm -hmm. I think the dynamics of a platform war. And really scoring and point scorings of teams versus just the individuals right, is really exciting and really energetic. And uh, again, I think there's going to be there's going to be some great prizes and great NFTs created around this. Yeah, I, I, I don't know a lot about these guys, but I find it an interesting formula where you have kind of the more established, uh, let's call YouTube more of the established platform. And TikTok, kind of the rising stars kind of idea. I mean, both of these people are, both of these parties are very successful in their own rights, of course. But it's an interesting um, composition. Yeah, I mean, they have so many followers, right? Mm -hmm. you know, I think that, you know, one kid could have 10 million, 20 million. You know, one of the kids has 40 million followers. You're talking <laughs> right. about numbers that if you just get a tiny percentage of them to convert into a ticket buyer to attend the event, Right, or buy a pay-per-view or buy an NFT. Um, it's really, it's really exciting to watch. And I've been, I've been fascinated in studying the social media side. I put Jake Paul on stage four years ago. Mm -hmm. um, he performed in a little theater in, in uh, Los Angeles called The Exchange. And I was told by the owners they gave me the club for free because it was a Tuesday night. They were closed, but they told me I was paying for security 
because they, they did their own research and literally it was a 1600 person venue and 6,000 kids showed up. You would think mm-hmm. the Beatles had just arrived. <laughs> and so Austin and Bryce have massive followings. Uh, Austin's wife has a massive following. Um, and you're going to really, uh, you're going to really see some dynamics. You're going to see some of the biggest Twitch stars, some of the biggest Instagram stars, some of the biggest uh, Facebook stars, some of the biggest Snapchat stars, all attending this event. And, you know, literally every day I get another phone call from a manager and agent of a celebrity who attend this in pop culture from sports stars to musicians to fashion art. So it's really going to be exciting, you know, the dynamics. And I would say between all the social media stars that are attending, they'll have a reach of well, well over a billion and a half people. It's huge, right? Like, where did you where did you get this idea from to kind of put this together? Well, I partnered. You know, I've been working on social media, and I I put Jim Paul and Amanda Cerny and King Batch alongside of some of the great music events. Um, and this Paul Kazers who came out of CAA, you know, put this together and put these teams together. He represented Logan Paul previously, and when he came to me with the concept, you know, we just quickly we grabbed on it and said, "How can we help?" Right. We can produce it. We can distribute it. We can launch an NFT around it. We can launch merchandise around it. Right. We can bring in sponsors around it. And and so it came together just as a great partnership. And, you know, I'm really proud of the kids and how hard they're working and how much effort they're putting into to really alert their audience because these kids love love seeing them. Yeah. Yeah. So this is coming up in about two weeks time. What's the response been so far kind of leading up to it? It's pretty spectacular. You know, we did the press conference at Fred Siegel's. And um, as you know, you know, L.A. is still, you know, much more COVID safe right now and protective and the whole works. We had over 500 people in press come up. Um, you can see all the stuff done on TMZ. And, you know, Harvey himself interviewed Bryce afterwards. And um, there were lines all the way around. It's, they've taken Fred Siegel's and put LED screens all the way around. There were lines around the corner going, you know, three blocks deep for the event. So you can just see the energy that's building and excitement that's building. And when you see kids, you know, uh, um, Twitch stars um, hitting their socials and talking about how big this could be and, you know, across the board, you know, it just looks like this is going to be really dynamic uh, numbers of people that get attend and watch, listen to this event. So give me a little background here on the headline fight. We've got Bryce Hall, Austin McBroom. Why do these guys hate each other so much? What's going on there? You know, I, I mean, I think I think you got to dig a little deeper into it. They kind of come from different cultures. One's married with children. One's single. Um, one's on TikTok. One's on YouTube. Um, they've been taking swings at each other about their skills, you know, across the board for a long time. And, um, you know, I highly recommend, you know, read closely and read, you know, sort of the updates that are coming and you read about all the dynamics between these kids, but you could see at Fred Siegel's, there's a lot of anger and animosity and there was real swings and it got a little scary. Uh, You know, one of my staff members almost got trampled on and there was, uh, there was, you know, 12 bodyguards, you know, bodies flying. So there's some real energy between them, but we're also going to make sure this is fun. Uh, We're going to make sure it's safe. We're going to make sure it's an enjoyable for the kids that watch. Mm-hmm. What kind of a uh, number of rounds are we looking at here? You know, we haven't announced, announced, but this will be a shorter fight. Mm-hmm. It'll be shorter, shorter rounds. This is going to be fun and energetic. 
right? Um, it's going to be a little bit bigger glove, right? And as I said, we're, we're not trying to prove that these kids in the next Muhammad Ali or Sugar Ray, right? Of course. right? This, this is really, they're showing off their athletic skills and you could see the shape these kids are getting in. And, you know, Bryce is training with Canelo and, you know, Austin's training hard and these other kids are training hard. And I give them a lot of credit. They're really, they're really getting in tip-top shape to, uh, to really put on experience with their fans. But again, it'll, it'll have some WrestleMania fun experience. <laughs> Expect some fireworks and some energy around that's awesome. Wilson, I wanted to bring you back into the conversation here and ask you about Cybertino's roadmap and how, as this event is approaching, you know, you are really flying along here with this roadmap that you have in place. Let's talk about that. What's, what's the, uh, where are we on this roadmap? What have you accomplished? Where are you going? What's happening? Yeah, sure. Um, so for our phase one, uh, we want to create some um, uh, very user-friendly uh, purchase um experience for for users to collect nft easily so we accept payment on ram you can just use your uh, visa credit card to purchase mm -hmm. and uh, also of course we accept uh, ethereum as payment method as well mm -hmm. and uh, the marketplace itself uh v1 will be like um, you can collect uh, a lot of the nft uh special moments for the fight and uh, uh we're announcing um Lots of different collectibles for each each fighter, each influencer. Uh, I think their fans, uh, Robert just just mentioned, they have a lots of followings. I think people would love to collect um, their IP related merches, like digital merches. Um, so that's that's more like for V1. And then moving forward, uh, next uh, in in June, uh, hopefully by the end of June, we're announcing uh, the cyber protocol. Then the interactive NFT will come in place, so that you can actually like receive voice message updates, receive text message update, and then uh, people can start interacting through the NFTs. And then uh, we'll come up with the mobile application as well. Mm -hmm. um, the timeline here is to hopefully make that happen within the next three months. Um, there are lots of uh, uh, tech developments under it right now. And uh, moving forward, uh, we'll, we'll try to make um, NFTs more uh, with more use cases. For example, if you have uh, collected one of the gloves, the fighting gloves from, let's say, uh, Bryce Hall or Austin, um, you can actually put it on the NFT collection that you have with uh, Bryce Hall's avatar, you know, mm -hmm. the boxing card. And then you can change the glove color. You can you can update it with like a, like a jacket or whatever on top of it. So it's going to be much more fun than, than just collecting one um, static uh, piece NFT. It's basically a customization of avatars type thing. Uh, yeah, but with NFTs, that mm -hmm. that makes the whole game different. You can mm -hmm. purchase, you can resell it. You 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 are guaranteed to own hundred percent of it. Mm -hmm. So when I look on the marketplace now, I see some stuff being traded around. What's what's that involving? Who's trading what right now? Uh, to be honest, I, I don't know who's trading them. Uh, a lot of the <laughs> users, I guess. Uh, yeah, and it's amazing, like how those uh, secondary market play it out. Uh, for example, like uh, you, you can see, like one hour ago, someone purchased um, an NFT, uh, like the social glove uh, PPV tickets yep. for like sixty bucks. Right. Uh, so it, it shows the value there. So these are already purchased pay-per-view tickets that someone is then reselling on the secondary market. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, interesting. So the highest ask is $100,000. That's a little pricey. 
little that, optimistic, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it happens on like any secondary market. Like you uh -huh. can sell, you, you can you can ask for a price like as high as you want, uh, sure. but the market will say for itself, like like how yeah. much it worth. Yeah. I like how it's laid out though, because as a consumer, I can immediately look and go, oh, okay, so the lowest current offered ask is $22. So if I wanted to, I could go and just privately buy this from another peer on the yep. someone else who has the NFT at the moment. I could say, I want that ticket and buy it for that, that the going rate. Yep. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So it's a, uh, it's a market price. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and, I, um, I it, like how you make it easy to see because on a lot of marketplaces, I don't know how much time you've ever spent on say places like say open sea or whatever. It's a lot harder to find that. Yeah, the, like like again, the, the the mission of us like it's we, we want NFT to go like massively adopted by mm -hmm. by normal internet users and especially a lot of the younger folks like us. Uh, we like to collect stuff online, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, being able to to just purchase and resell easily. Uh, that's very important for 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 Cybertino. I wanted to ask you, you know, your experience with Ethereum being that, you know, compared to say Binance, Binance Smart Chain, it's considerably slower. Like, have you run into any technical challenges in that regard? Um, so far, I think we, 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 we haven't actually hit the bottleneck yet. Uh, mm -hmm. Who knows what happened when, when the fight actually, you mm -hmm. know, started in, in June. Right, because this is still that, pretty early, right? Yeah, but the good thing about it, it's, uh, so we come up with the, this hybrid model um, so that you can actually um, uh, purchase and resell on our platform in a centralized manner. And um, in, in that way, you will have much better user experience. And, and until you withdraw uh, the NFT from our platform, it's, it's a very fluent, you don't have to necessarily interact with the blockchain directly. Uh, so it okay. saves you a lot of time. So you like, uh, let's say, for example, it's June 12, you know, fights are starting in half an hour. I want to buy a ticket. Am I going to have issues with the Ethereum blockchain? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, because when you purchase NFT on our platform, um, it's more like a, a standard internet experience. Right. And and if you want to withdraw it and then start selling it on on other like uh, more like uh, Ethereum um, focused decentralized platform, then you will start hitting the the, the problem with transaction speed and other stuff. But, right, but it won't be an it won't be a, an urgent situation, right? You'll be able to wait ten minutes in that context. Uh, not really. I think there will be lots of people bidding, uh, for let's say the the auction for the special moments. Mm -hmm. And let's say if there, there there's like a thousand people bidding on it, and then the transaction will be a problem. Uh, uh if you have lower gas fee, then that means your bid is not going to be placed on time. Uh, mm -hmm. But on our platform, there won't be a problem like that. I see what you're saying, right? Okay, because you know, I'm just thinking in terms of say the average consumer. You want to make that as user friendly as possible, of course. Yeah, I think I think uh, NFT is such a good um, um, invention or uh, new type of real digital asset, and we mm -hmm. want to bring it to the real like massive amount of users. And a lot of them they don't know how to interact with the Ethereum network. So I think at the beginning stage, uh, it would be much better if we like do something like this, a hybrid model between like centralized and decentralized. We make sure you have the assets rights and 100% ownership of it. 
but mm-hmm. we also want to make sure transaction process is as fluent as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert, can I bring you back in here and talk about uh, live by live where this has come from, where you see it going in the near future? Here, what do you what do you imagine happening with this? Yeah, I think this this is the uh, an inflection point for our company. We're growing so fast. We've grown from seven employees when we went public in 17 to about 300 total today. Hmm. And our revenues have grown from 7 million. This year we just announced today that we'll do 107 to 115 million and five to $10 million EBITDA. And what we see happening is social media stars come in all shapes and sizes, musicians, sports stars, artists, social media stars. And, you know, we've had such a great experience with TikTok and YouTube. We did a, a music festival called Music Lives across TikTok and had 5 billion engagements. Not only did kids watch the music, and we had, we've had close to 200 artists on Music Lives, but on top of it, they reposted videos of that music they watched. And it's just exciting to watch and watch that growth. And I think the closer we stay to talent, the more we stay as a talent-first platform mm-hmm. and focus on super fans, we'll create more and more revenues for everybody who a lot of them really need it, right? Superstars still found ways to make money during COVID, but mm-hmm. most of the talent really had to find a way to make money. And I think what COVID did is it's a very tricky and difficult time for many people in music, many people in live events. What it did, it woke up the music industry specifically and the digital industry it woke up to how big live is from a digital standpoint. And very much like ESPN 30 years ago, I think that the authentic voice of music that we've become is so critical to where this is going. And, you know, as you add in all these great technologies, tipping, NFTs, charity, right? We're involved in, in multiple different charities, you know, that we've just announced again. Last year, we helped raise over $560 million in charities. I think this is just such a unique time to be able to help the community. And then when I started this, I started as a social message, which is around unification. Music is the great unifier, mm-hmm. right? And music, you know, globally, you know, there's 8 billion people in the world. There's 8 billion people who love music. And, you know, I, I just see a great opportunity for us to help continue to unify. And if we can get bands, brands, and fans to come together, we're going to make a big difference. I see a ton of room for growth yet. Like, you've got so, such a huge potential there. I think the, the crossover in pop culture, right, is becoming so important that, as you know, at the Super Bowl, there's always a great music event. At halftime, you're starting to see at almost every sporting event, right? You're starting to see at esports events. You're starting to see all over the place that that uh, the combination of sports and pop culture really comes together so well. Well, I think it's that transition from what used to be a pretty passive experience, right? Sit in front of a TV and watch an event, and that's the end of it. Now, audiences want to have engagement, right? They want to be engaged directly with whatever they're consuming. Yeah, I mean, they want to be more than engaged. It's got to be an immersive experience. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to chat and message and buy a hat and buy a T-shirt and buy an NFT. They really want to get closer and closer to that talent, right? And they want to know more about them. They want to travel with them. They want to go on Anthony Bourdain trips with them through pop culture. And they want to see what else is intriguing and interesting about them. And what I'm finding amazing about you know social media is when you walk into – the biggest agents and managers in the world now, their entire walls are filled 
with their Facebook traffic, their Snapchat traffic, their Instagram traffic, their TikTok traffic, etc. And I think that's just going to continue to grow. And social media stars are going to take roles away, right? They're going to take acting roles. They're going to take um, music roles, um, as we've seen with Justin Bieber and mm-hmm. Shawn Mendes and many others. And now you see with Addison Rae, right? And you see what's happening, you know, with TikTok stars. It's just a, an interesting, you know, phenomenon that the world is getting bigger, yet it's getting closer. So this talent can reach globally. And that's why I'm so excited this event and with Wilson as a partner in Cybertino. You know, we're going to reach at least 170 countries or more. We're going to reach the entire globe with this event. And, yeah, I couldn't be more excited about uh, where it's going and uh, the people that we have involved in it. That's awesome. And I meant to ask Wilson as well about, you know, speaking of COVID, it's kind of interesting hearing Robert talk about it almost in the past tense, it feels like, you know what I mean? Like reflecting back on it. But when I think about the NFT phenomenon, COVID was a massive catalyst in it. Surely you've seen that in this development of this NFT platform. Yeah, I mean, um, people used to go out a lot and, <laughs> and, and collect stuff offline. And uh, right now with the COVID, like, like hopefully it, it's gone, but like, I think it, it's going to be with us for a while. I think so. Um, so uh, I think people will spend much more time online. And uh, we're already spending a lot of time online, like even before COVID. Um, so uh, uh, the virtual role, uh, it's actually eating up a lot of our like real time and, and um, collecting stuff online, purely online. I think that's very exciting as well. Like I, I, I don't see how that is different than collecting like a baseball cards, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and uh, making those whole experience available for, for internet users, uh, it's very important. Like like. NFT before was like, okay, it's a, it's a blockchain thing. You have to be blockchain native in order to collect one of those uh, crypto kitties or whatever with the MetaMask. And right now you can just like, look at, look at like how, how NBA Top Shot did it. Mm-hmm. So you can just use a credit card and purchase. So I think uh, like, like not necessarily related to COVID, um, but it, it just like um, when you spend more time online um, in the virtual world, you definitely want some more virtual asset, and NFT is the the real virtual asset that everybody could own, and uh, and and therefore that's the value of it. And uh, let if we compare it to like you're playing games on, uh, for example, like League of Legends or, or any other type of game, and you purchase like equipment on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the truth is, you don't actually own those assets. No. Uh, the 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 gaming company actually owns all of your assets. They can shut down your account at any moment. You're not allowed to trade a lot of those equipments that you purchase. Um, and, but NFT is a quite different story. Whatever you purchase, it lives in your wallet and you can resell it. Um, you own it forever. As long as the blockchain is still alive. And I, I think it will forever. Um, and the decentralized aspect of it ensure the security and your 100% ownership. So it's not controlled by any 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 big company. Um, it's not even controlled by by Cybertino. If you purchase something from us, you can mm-hmm. always withdraw to an Ethereum platform or BSC uh, smart chain, you know, Binance smart chain. Um, so, yeah, that's something quite different. And as long as people spend more time online, I think they will love something like this more and more. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, just- do any NFT collections yourselves, either of you? Rob, yeah, I'll let you go first. I, yeah, I, I'm sure Wilson has a lot bigger collection than I do. But 
I started with, we launched the first ever music festival, uh-huh. uh, Music Lives, with the poster from it with, uh, I think it was 126 artists on it, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it was actually, it was absolutely spectacular. And, you know, um, I, I think they're really is unique. I've been a collector my whole life. I think it's a really unique uh, authenticity to collecting digitally. And I don't think it's different than collecting hard copies of, uh, of items. I think this is going to continue to grow. And I think there's a lot of commodity stuff that's going to go away. Right. And there's going to have to be those voices, those authentic voices and hopefully in music. Right. Live by live. We expect to be that authentic voice. We expect it to be for NFTs as well, that with a trusted voice that we say to you that this is going to be a special experience where Migos is breaking their album that night. I think it's really unique versus just anybody coming out and saying, hey, you know, this is uh, this is a great uh, song that's going to be played tonight. So I think we gotta we, we gotta really think about that curation and making things that are special and really you know that there are a supply and demand um, like any great you know collector item art etc. Before I get to you, Wilson, about the same question, I want to interject, Robert, about VR. Is that a thing on the horizon with Live by Live? Because I'm imagining some of this stuff would be amazing in VR. You know, it's funny. My my my, my little my ten year old said to me that yesterday. He now wants to get the Oculus glasses. Uh-huh. I've had the old. I've had the old ones for almost mm. seven years now, and okay. I've been at Stanford. I've been. At, I've been at you know most of the facilities in VR, and you know this is my humble opinion. I, I think VR is amazing. I think it's an amazing experience. I think it's really early stages of it. Yep. I'm a huge believer in short form VR, uh, choppy. You know, social media, thirty seconds, three minutes. After that, it's kind of hard, but. You know, you know, these kids, these kids have amazing brains these days, what they can do with these. I shot the, I shot the first festival ever um, in VR. Mm. Um, We've shot a few of them so far. Um, They're really cool. uh, But I I think today it's short form content and curation. And then in the long term, they'll figure out better ways for uh, the consumer to, uh, to be able to enjoy it. I'm just envisioning like watching a round of boxing in VR where I'm like there watching these guys fight, you know? So I'm a huge fan of boxing in VR. Right? Huge, huge, huge fan of, of that three minutes of boxing. I think I even like it better, right? 30 seconds of knockout right? <laughs> <laughs> or a minute, but certainly three minutes of boxing in VR is, is, is amazing. Yeah, well, and those since you got it, they've come a long way because the Oculus Quest Two is quite a huge improvement. It is. Have you, have you ever had an opportunity to try it? I did. I did. I just I just tried it recently. Uh-huh. Um, it's really exciting. It's it's really exciting. There's so much new technology. You know, everyone. I remember everyone talking. You know, five years ago, there wasn't enough new technology coming right. along. We've we've proven there's so much of it in AR and AI and VR, you know, when we go in and we do our deals and just like we did with Wilson, we always buy the digital rights, including the rights five years out, right? Mm. Because there's going to be new technology that comes along. And I've had a history, you know, for 30 years now, of always making sure that we're in the forefront of the next technology that's coming along. Yeah. I mean, I'm just picturing like, say, a DJ Khaled concert in VR would be incredible. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure yet we're ready for full concerts, right. but I do think we're, I think, do song, think we're ready. For, I do think we're ready for a song. I think yeah. we're ready for the sizzle reel. 
right? We've done some amazing from Rock and Rio. We did an amazing VR experience of uh, the best of Rock and Rio, mm-hmm. which, you know, one year was Bruce Springsteen, Rihanna, Katy Perry, Bruce, uh, uh, John Legend, Elton John, Rod Stewart, Metallica, and 25 other superstars. And it was really amazing to see that three minutes of, of the best of. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Wow. Back to you, though, Wilson. I wanted to ask you about your collection. Well, <laughs> my first ever collection was actually Crypto Kitty. Okay. And then uh, I, I, I I got some um, Axit as well. Uh, I got some... Um, uh, one of one of one of the the, the most interesting uh, NFT that I collect like like in the previous months was uh, Alpaca. Mm-hmm. So there was one 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 project called Alpaca CD. So the, if you you mint uh, those NFTs, you can actually use that in DeFi as well. Right. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And then uh, uh, obviously I got some of the uh, Cybertino Genesis NFT. Of course. Uh, and yeah, I'm very looking forward to the interactive NFT that we're creating. Uh, I I would really want like one from let's say Edison Ray, uh, so that I can again you know exclusively listen to Edison Ray's voice message. That mm-hmm. would be pretty cool. Uh, so that that's why I like like I love this partnership a lot with Rob. Um, they're working with a lot of the good like super big stars, a lot of them uh, singers, uh, pop stars. So it, it, you can imagine if a rapper come up with a NFT and um, and randomly they can just wrap it to you uh, through the voice message layer and uh, it could even be like a like a uh, like a pre demo kind of thing. Now right, before right. they before they announce any any songs uh, officially, they can they can hum a little bit um, to their like most diehard fans because I, I think I think that would be the diehard fans uh, group. Um, only the diehard fans would collect, you know, stuff from um, from 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 them. So it, it becomes a more like a like an exclusive communication channel as well. Uh, it, it could be much more than collectibles. Uh, and and um, in terms of like the, the virtual uh, concert party that you mentioned, I think that's cool. Like when like if we're ever gonna have another like virtual clubbing uh, event or, or concert, I think people would love to. To, to show off their VR uh, like their their NFT collections like mm-hmm. if you purchase like a like a super limited uh, um, Michael Lee jacket uh, NFT I mean it would be great if you can wear it virtually and to go go out and join the party and mm-hmm. you can actually like 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 interact with all the other people with their NFTs so that would create uh, something really different. So maybe we should wrap things up with just um, your your vision for each of your platforms, respectively. Like, where where are you hoping to see this go? Maybe I'll start with you, Wilson. What are your hopes for Cybertino over the next year? I think uh, first of all, we want to create the first category of, of NFTs that's interactive, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, second, I, I think um, going mainstream, uh, being massively adopted, it's uh, one of our biggest goal. Uh, we want to help creators to connect their fans through the NFTs. And that's also the best way to go uh, massively adopted. Um, so working with uh, more and more creators, influencers, pop stars, uh, would definitely be something that we are aiming at um, in the in the next uh, year or, or within this year. Mm-hmm. And Robert, how about you? What are your hopes here in the next year or two of 
live by live. And we want to we want to be that authentic voice in music, um, that authentic voice across pop culture, that gives artists a voice globally, both live and digital, audio and video, um, and give an opportunity to curate and give their super fans and their fans an opportunity to see them from around the globe. And yeah, we're 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 on a mission to have 10 million plus subscribers. We just passed 1.1 million subscribers. Um, and really to uh, to engage those fans and be that authentic voice in music that has been missing and help to unify the world around live music. Right on. Hey, well, thank you very much to both of you for uh, spending this time here on the show. And uh, I wish you uh, best of luck with this whole event coming up in, uh, well, about two weeks, right? June 12th. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, Darren, right around, for having us. Right around, right around the corner, Darren. If you get an opportunity, come come on down. Yeah, an exciting, a really exciting couple of uh, couple of days. It looks like it. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. Right on. Well, thanks very much, guys. Thank well, you. Thank you so much for thank spending you. your time. Awesome. Thank you so much, Paul. Take care. Thanks again for listening to the Non Fungible Podcast. See you again soon. <laughs>